0: Take off your jacket because it's time to get deep under the covers with a loose read. Morning, Suri, how are you this morning? Morning, Rachel, pretty well, thank you. Great, that's what we like to hear. Uh, and it is the season for getting your reading stack in order. It is indeed. Um, so I thought I'd bring in uh, two
1: today uh, that people can add to their shopping list.
0: Lovely. Both got great covers. Both very different worlds. What are we talking about? Both
1: very different worlds. Um, so the non-fiction book, a threat of violence is by mark o'connell um which some people might be familiar with he's done um notes from an apocalypse which was like following like the world of billionaire oh. doomsday yeah he yes. came to new zealand and tried to find peter field's bunker <laughs> in that book strong <laughs> recommend um and his other one was um about transhumanism and cyborgs so a threat of violence is rooted a little bit more in like the real mm. world. Um and it follows a murder that happens in the eighties, um, by this man named Malcolm MacArthur. And I'd never heard of it, but apparently it's like one of the most notorious murders that ever happened in Ireland. Um, So Mark O'Connell sort of starts thinking about it again um, as he visits, like, where his grandparents used to live, Mm. um, which is, like, this very wealthy little street Mm. in Dublin, um, which is also where Malcolm MacArthur lived. um, And he had, like, an aristocratic background. His father died and he inherited this huge sum of money. And he kind of lived a lot of his life as, like, um, you know, kind of like trying to pursue um like uh, academia and yep. scholarship, like he just spent like all his time basically in like libraries and bars, which sounds
0: really nice. That's that's how I'd like to live my life too. Yeah, honest.
1: <laughs> maybe without the then subsequent <laughs> things
0: that follow on, yeah. but you know, vibing in a bar and in a library could be happy like but that. But could be
1: better for yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and unsurprising to anyone, he runs out of money pretty quickly. Oh, so <laughs> much! Look at that. Um, And so he sort of concocts this plan uh, to rob a bank. And before he gets to do that, um, he murders a nurse and a middle-aged man um, who he tries to steal um, a gun and a car off of. And so the walls sort of start closing in on this character and he is evading police and kind of finds solace in... The home of his friend Patrick Connolly, wh- who also happens to be the Attorney General at the time. <gasps> so, Drama! Yeah, <laughs> it's full of it. This book. Wow, bad at his job. I mean, come on. <laughs> I I know. I think that's like one of the craziest bits in here. Rule I'm like, one. Imagine like hiding from the police at the home of like the Attorney General. Like <laughs> Absolutely, there be insane. a better place. Yeah, yeah. Not be
0: here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But the latter half of the book, I think. Um, So he... Because Malcolm MacArthur is still alive, um, Mark O'Connell has like an opportunity to conduct all these interviews oh, with him wow. and he ends up spending a lot of time with him. And so the latter half of the book kind of becomes like him trying to grapple with like the morality of him like writing this book and knowing that he needs to use this person that he's like developing a human relationship with mm. as like a narrative device and mm. finding an angle in the story. Um, wow. so yeah, it's like I, I think it's a really 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 fascinating book it's a I think it's a relatively quick read, but it's also, like, um, yeah, I think it gives you, like, a little bit of diddy in as well. There's lots of examining, not only of, like, human motivations, but also our motivations as readers um, who are, you know, so enthralled. Fascinating. Yeah. Oh,
0: dang, that's a good one for any true crime heads, I'd any imagine. Any true crime mm-hmm.
1: heads. I reckon even if you've got, like, you know, someone who's, like, into thrillers and you yes. kind of want them to branch out, this is a good, yeah.
0: <laughs> Forced branching. You can Force get them branching. Lee Child and the Mark (laughs) O'Connell Christmas combo. What a pairing. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) And then
1: um, the second one that I've got is by a an amazing writer, Paul Oster, who's married to an even more amazing writer, Sheila Hetty. And Baumgartner is it's told by the perspective of Cy Baumgartner, who's like an aging academic in his seventies, and it takes place ten years after his wife has passed away. And it's like very much the opposite of the previous book, in that it's like incredibly quiet and beautiful. It like starts with him um looking through this box. Of belongings um and writings of his ex-wife and really the entire book is these like quite human moments that are all told with like the ghost of his wife in mind yeah it's like sad but beautiful um and like a really like I I think I've read a lot of um books that kind of like navigate like desire and the politics of desire Mm. and trauma and the psychodrama and games of love but this is like i think one of the first books that i've read in a long time that really looks at like um not only what happens um, to us as we experience loss but also like the quite beautiful ways that someone's ghost stays with us and and, yeah shapes how we see the world and of course in like classic Paul Oster style there's like lots of really clever like sort of philosophical thoughts in there, lots of really clever references to writers Um, you know he kind of fictionalises certain like real aspects of history in an interesting way like he creates this kind of pseudo relationship between um this fictional wife and frankie boyle and kind of (laughs) writes like uh like being his wife um Talking about Frankie, yeah, I don't know. It's like really clever and beautiful and heartening, even though it's sad. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Well, they both sound like fantastic books. Again, totally different worlds, different totally approaches, different, different genres, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but really amazing. Remind us of what you've just talked about, Suri.
1: Um, so the first one, the true crime, is A Threat of Violence by Mark O'Connell, and the sec- uh, the second beautiful fiction novel is Um Baumgartner by Paul. Austin.
0: Magical. Thank you very much. We will see you in the shop. See you soon. That was Loose Reads. That was a 95 BFM podcast. Support 95 BFM with a B card. Go to 95bfm.com slash sign up.